0: You were the word that the beginning One with God, the
1: Lord Most High. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock, Matthew 7, 24 Welcome to Jesus.com podcast, KFC Kadosh
0: Beautiful name it is the name
1: of Jesus
0: Christ come Live and feel Who need the Lord? Light. To a world where wrong seems right, what could be too great the cost for sharing lives with one who's lost through his love? Giver life for peace.
1: Welcome, the pastor of this dynamic service, Pastor Kwesi Abedu.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? I want you to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you this afternoon. Pray that you won't leave this place the same. Pray for a touch. Pray that you don't leave this place the same. You don't want to leave this place the same. I don't wanna go the same way I came.
3: Me with your hands. Jeez.
2: you are welcome. Touch us. Touch us. Touch lives. Touch situations. Touch problems. Touch diseases. Touch difficulties. Touch pains. Don't leave us the same way we came. Holy Spirit, you're welcome. I yield myself to you. I pray, Lord, that you will use me as a vessel of honor. Anoint me with fresh oil. Humble myself to you. Speak through me. Guide me. Guide my tongue. Guide my lips. Guide my eyes. Guide my ears. Give me revelation. Touch lives. Let us not leave this place the same. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated. I want you to turn and look at your neighbor eyeball to eyeball and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I love you. And there is nothing you can do about it. Tell your neighbor, I said I love you. And there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm happy to be in church. Amen. And I thank God that every Sunday we have a place to worship. It's a blessing. Amen. One day I traveled and went somewhere, and we had to go to church. It was like a whole FBI operation. Hey one church service we had to attend. It was like a whole FBI operation. Then I realized that, hey, it's such a blessing to be able to go to church. Because in the place I was, you can't meet in a church. You so The church is held in somebody's house. And you must not be seen moving even together in a group. So when we get to the place, we disperse. So one person will pass somewhere, one person will pass somewhere, one person, then we we'll all converge and meet at the place. And then as we are meeting in the church service, there's a board. And on the board, they've written A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. So if anybody opens the door by mistake, we we'll tell them that we are learning English. Hey, a whole FBI operation just to worship God. I said, in fact, it's a big blessing to be able to just come to church and worship. So if you are happy to be in church, put your hands together for Jesus. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Don't take it for granted. Don't ever take it for granted. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I want to continue what I started preaching um, last week. I started sharing with you about the art of following. Do you remember the art of following and I'm teaching you from a book written by our presiding bishop, Bishop Darkyward Mills, my spiritual father. He led me to Christ many years ago. Amen and so if I'm teaching on the art of following who <laughs> who who better to follow than the person who led me to Christ? Amen. So I said to you that in life, it is important to know about the art of following. And the reason is that many things in life, you will learn or you will, you will come to the knowledge of it by following And um, I told you that, you know, it is said that children are born with just two fears. Two fears. So when you were born, you were born with only two fears. Now these two fears, one of them is the fear of loud noise. Or sound. So when you have a baby who is even two days old, if you clap, In their ears, they will shake. It's a fear that you are born with. The second fear is the fear of falling. The fear of falling. So if you have a three-day-old baby and you try and drop it, it will cringe. (laughs) Hold itself tight because... He or she is afraid of falling. Now, these are the only two fears that you are born with. Every other fear is lent. Every other fear is lent. The fear of cockroaches, the fear of dogs, the fear of snakes, they are all lent. They are all lent. They all end. One day I was watching a video. A little boy, about three years old, and they brought some dogs, big dogs. And the dogs were moving around. And the little boy was just, I said, hey, this little boy is not afraid of these dogs. And then the same little boy, they showed him a video of somebody being chased by a dog and animals being torn into pieces by dogs. And the child was watching the video, just about three years old. As the child kept watching, 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 then they brought the dog. As soon as they brought the dog, he started running away. <laughs> he had learned a certain fear just by watching. Amen. Amen. That is why it's dangerous to just allow your eyes to see anything. Because you will pick certain things that will enter your heart. Amen. You know that there are openings to the realm of the spirit. And these openings, you see any any hole in your human body? <laughs> are you listening to me? We are listening to you. Any hole? In your human body, any hole, whether on your head It's <laughs> an opening into the realm of the spirit. Yes. So demons enter into you through holes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Any hole, spirits enter into you through holes. They also come out through holes. That's why when, you're, when sometimes when you are praying for people, you are casting out demons. They scream, "Ah!" The hole in the mouth. Demons are able to come out of the hole in the mouth. Why are you thinking about only one hole? (laughs) And you see ladies have (laughs) it's okay. (laughs) Some people have more holes than other people. (laughs) How diving gets into all these holes? But you must be careful what you allow yourself to see, hear, smell, touch, or enter you. Amen. Amen. Put your hand on your head. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I seal every hole with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so I started teaching you about the art of following, and I said to you that, it is a very important subject because right from a child, you learn so many things just by following. Just by following. My children speak English because they have followed the language in the house. They can't speak French, no matter how they try, they can't speak French. We don't speak French in my house. Amen. You learn even language by following. You learn how to walk by following. When a child is learning how to walk, you tell the child, ta-ta, come, come, then you'll be doing it and the child will just be watching and then the child learns to walk. Many things are learned by following. And I was saying that, I get surprised that sometimes it's like when as we are growing rather, we begin to veer off what has been the cardinal and the fundamental way by which we have learned a lot of things. And then rather, we try to become originals. Or it's like you want to be something that, you see, there is nothing new under the sun. There, there is nothing new under the sun. I'm telling you, you must believe it. The, when you read the Bible, you must believe it. There is nothing new under the sun. You want to be a millionaire. Oh, there are wild millionaires that have lived even than Bill Gates. <laughs> yes. There is nothing new under the sun. Believe it. There is nothing new. Nothing. Skillful footballers. Oh, there have been some before. Yeah. And if you ask the new ones, they will tell you who they are following. (laughs) Yeah. There is nothing new under the sun. You know, recently I was telling somebody, I was reading a book um, on um, William Booth, Salvation Army, their leader. Pastor, when he has his crusades, he would bring um, a band and they would play like, you know how Bishop now is converting most of the songs to gospel songs? Same thing. They would play like, if what's the latest song now? Omada. Umada. Uh-huh. So they'll play a Christian version of Omada, Omada, Omada. You see, then people be wondering, oh, is it Omada they are playing? And they'll be coming to the crusade ground to hear what is happening. And then he will preach. And then people will become saved. Hey. <laughs> so when I saw it, I said, Ah, so Bishop is just doing what William Booth was doing many years ago. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. Nothing new. Just tell me what I'll tell you that it has been there before. Amen. Amen. So, everything that you are seeing now, it's been been there before. Amen. So, if we learn to follow, we will go so far. So far. When I was much younger, when you talk about cars like Kia, they will laugh at you. Kia, you are joking. How? Kia, your father said Kia, they will laugh at you. But you see, those people started imitating, they started copying, they started following, they seen the car, they do the same thing. You know, that, 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 that. I get very sad when people are laughing at Chinese people. Yeah. But they have some, they have the one of the biggest economies. Yeah. But they follow. <laughs> if they, they you see they just have to see the phone. <laughs> they would do the same thing. They said somebody wanted to witness in China. So he went, he said, do you know Jesus? He said, Jesus? Wait. They went to call his manager. Then the manager says, I hear you want Jesus. We can do copy. We don't have the original, but we can do copy for you. (laughs) Their mind... It's just copying. Yeah. He said, We don't have the original, but we can give you a copy. Jesus we produce the same thing for Jesus. How does it look like? Just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you see, we sit here in Africa and then we laugh at Chinese people. Yeah. We laugh at them. We will not copy, but we will laugh at them. Go to China and see. You see speed trains move at so many kilometers per hour. High-rise buildings, six-lane roads, skyscrapers, and we sit here and then we laugh at them. <laughs> Instead of following, we'll be laughing at them.
0: It's amazing.
2: All the great economies in the world, they have just followed what is happening. They realize that technology is, everybody moves into technology. Yeah. Then we sit here, talking about agriculture and things. If we will just follow, if we will just follow, we will become so advanced. And it's the same thing in your personal life. If you will just learn to follow somebody who is successful, you will be so successful. I mean, imagine that I said, I'm going to let Bill Gates stay with you in the house one month. Can you imagine how you will look like when you come out? just talking to you. But if you can be in the room one month with Bill Gates when you come out and you don't follow all that he told you to do. Useless. Amen. So I said the art of following is very important. So we started by looking at some of the definitions of following. And I told you that Jesus, when Jesus came, in Matthew 4, I think verse 18, it says Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee. saw two brethren. Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brethren, the Bible says that they were casting their nets for they were fishes. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I'll make you fishes of men. So I told you that that was one of the cardinal ways by which Jesus made disciples. He said, Just follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Amen. And so we started looking at the definitions. Of the word follow. Do you remember? What was the first definition? It's what? To go or come after in the same direction. To go of, and it's a dictionary I'm reading from, it's a dictionary. Dictionary. You know, that's one of the best ways you can read your Bible. Any word, prophet, the prophet told us, it was a major revelation for me. He said, anytime you are reading something and you don't understand it, it means that there's a word in that sentence that you don't understand. And I realized that is very true. So, many people, when they read their Bible and they don't understand, it means that there are certain words in the, in the, in the verse or the scripture that they don't understand. And as soon as you don't understand that word, you cannot understand that scripture. Amen. So I like reading my Bible with the dictionary. So this one is dictionary. And there are actually 14. Last last week, I gave just three. Today, I'll give me about two. And then uh, just give one or two principles, and then we'll go. So I said, number one, The word follow means to go or come after in the same direction. Go or come after in the same direction. To come after in the same direction. So I said that, you see, when Jesus told Peter and his brother Andrew, follow me, what he was telling them was that, come after me. Come after me. And that come after me, he said. He meant come after me in the same direction. Amen. Sometimes people say that um, the end justifies the means. Have you heard that statement before? The end justifies the means. It's not, it's not a scripture in the Bible. The end justifies the means. What people are trying to say is that at the end of the day, let's say... Um, I say, we need four boys to bring um, red handkerchiefs. Four boys to bring red handkerchiefs. So, please, four boys, come. I need four, four guys to bring, four guys. No, if you don't have a red handkerchief, no problem. Just four guys, come. come. Four guys, all right, four guys. All right. So, I say to these four guys that I need a red handkerchief. Hmm, Red handkerchief. So for the purpose of this practice, anything you bring is a red handkerchief, yes. all right? So I said, I said to you that, go and bring me a red handkerchief, but make sure that you, you use um, this road and then go around this way and then make sure that you don't get the handkerchief on this route, but you get it on this route you understand? So I've given a set of instructions to obtain a red handkerchief. Now the world says that the end justifies the means. They say, ah, Pastor K says he wants a red handkerchief. So maybe as he's standing there. There's a red handkerchief in his pocket. He say, ah, but the red handkerchief is in my pocket. Why do I have to go and pass here, pass here, pass here, and then come and bring the the red handkerchief? So I'll send them I say, Kwabna, go and bring me the red handkerchief. Then Kwabna, obedient Kwabna, he's listening to me. So he goes all the way, all the way, and then get the handkerchief around that side and then bring it. Then I say, Meshach, you also get me a red handkerchief. Meshach says, this road is too long. Irini has signaled me that he has a red handkerchief, so he goes to get it. Father Patrick, get me a red handkerchief. He said he too spiritual. He can pray. The handkerchief will drop from heaven. So he, yeah, he goes to stand somewhere and starts praying. Shakala, riande, bala, bala, bala. Praying that the handkerchief will drop. Then Jide, You, what are you? <laughs> Jared, um, I said I need a red handkerchief. And I've shown you how to get the red handkerchief for me. So what do you want to do? you want to be obedient or you want you want to be obedient? Okay, so obedient Jide also decides to go and then... Yeah, comes all the way and then goes all the way and then comes. So, all right. So, after about two hours, they all come back. Red is red. Please, I said it's red. It's a red handkerchief. Kwabna <laughs> brings his red handkerchief. I said, wow, what a powerful red handkerchief. God bless you, Kwabna. Then I asked so how did you get it? He said, did you go this way? You passed the back and you got it through the side. Oh, God bless you, my son. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Then I asked Meshach, I said, that red handkerchief, how did you get it? Hold it. I, I saw that Erini really signaled you. Erini really signaled you. Oh, so you didn't go here. But I said you should go here. You didn't go there. I thought you needed. You thought, no, I, I didn't tell you to think. I just said, go here. Now, you see, all of them, they are carrying red handkerchiefs. Ooh. They are all carrying red handkerchiefs. And the world tells us that the end justifies the means. So, he can easily be bored with me. Why are you asking me so many questions? You said you want red handkerchief. is the not red handkerchief you want. This is red handkerchief. Collect it and go. <laughs> but you see, when it comes to God, the end doesn't justify the means. <laughs> the end doesn't justify the means at all. Sometimes, in fact, what God is telling you to do the means is actually more important than the, the, the end that you think is, is the most important thing, the means. Yeah. That is why he requires us to follow. To follow. Because you see, you can get money. If the end justify the means, then if I rep- at the end of the day, we are all trying to get some money in our pockets. So if I have money in my pocket, it's money the end justifies the means. <laughs> I've gotten it. It's money. We can even come and give tithe in the church. <laughs> yeah. But how you got that money is more important to God than the money. Yes. How you came by that money is more important to God than the money that you are holding in your pocket. So the end does not justify the means. In fact, the means actually justifies the end. <laughs> <laughs> the means justifies the end. Yeah. So when God says that we should follow him in a particular direction, he means it. When he says follow me, he means follow me in a particular direction. Don't follow in your own direction. Don't choose your own route. Yes. Don't choose your own route. Khaled, you, may, you may you may take your seat. Don't choose your own route. Sometimes people say, I mean, I can just pick somebody, bring the person to church, the person will become saved, I'll marry the person, and they'll be happy. You are not the Holy Ghost. You can't change anybody. Say convert and pick. You can't change anybody. You huh? can't change anybody. And I told you that many people who couldn't follow Jesus. It was because they couldn't go in the direction that God wanted them to go. In then the guy who came, he said, I have done everything from my youth. Jesus said, Go sell all that you have, give it to the poor, then come and follow me. The Bible said the guy left very sad. He said, Oh He left, he went the opposite direction. He couldn't follow Jesus. Amen. He was not willing to sell everything. You can't follow Jesus when you are not willing to let go of certain things, you can't. Hmm. Number two. I said it means to imitate or copy. Imitate or copy. You know, don't be afraid to imitate or copy. Don't be afraid to imitate or copy even dressing. You know, recently, I was at a meeting. And then when we finished the meeting, I was standing with some people who were, they were all very big people, wearing suits. And one they were laughing at one guy. And I was I didn't understand why they were laughing at the guy. They said the guy was wearing a brown shoe with a black suit, and they were laughing at him that he was improperly dressed. And I said, oh, eh, we've been wearing black suit and brown shoe for a long time. I didn't know it was improper dress. He said, no, you never wear a charcoal black suit with a brown shoe. (laughs) I said, wow, I never knew. So when I came home, I said, no, let me Google and see whether these people are just making it up. And I Googled it. Hey, every site, it was there, clear hmm, <laughs> some people are trying to remember the, the, the mess they have made. You see, but I realized that this was information I didn't even know. So sometimes you see people dressed in a particular way. There's a certain principle on the dressing, but you don't even know. <laughs> so you, you benefit from that principle just by copying and by following you may never know that you don't wear black suit with brown shoe, but maybe your daddy is a very good dresser, so you just follow the way he dresses. You may just f- realize that you're actually dressing in a good way, just by following. Amen. That is, the, that is, that is what makes copying benefi- be, be, ben, what, benef- beneficial. <laughs> that is what makes copying beneficial to you. Because you know, sometimes there are a lot of complex things that you don't understand. But just by copying, you have it's like you have jumped the class, gone past all these. Hey, I said I didn't even know. Didn't even know. But sometimes you can see a lady dressed nicely, has matched this and this instead of copying. You have seen the person has worn maybe red and blue, uh huh. Like Selena. Red and blue. You say, oh, the thing is nice, oh. so next week, I'll try it. Then you take the red. Instead of just adding the blue and come, you so say, oh, maybe let me try. Maybe green too will be nice. You see, you are not copying. <laughs> you see, red and blue is not the same as red and green, oh. In my first year in architecture, we did color psychology. And when you are combining colors, in fact, there are three colors that when you combine, no matter what happens, it will work red, yellow, and blue. They are the primary colors. No matter what biome is, it will work. So when you combine red and blue, it's, it's, it's primary colors. Red and green is primary versus secondary. There can be a, a, a problem. So you would think that, oh, colors are colors. Colors are not colors. <laughs> So, when you are following, you must follow properly. That is why the Chinese people, when they are copying, they copy exactly. You can almost not tell. You can almost not tell. (laughs) The Bluetooth device is ready to pay The Bluetooth device is connected unsuccessfully. (laughs) I said, So this one, they couldn't just copy a British man's voice and put it in the thing.
3: Hey!
2: (laughs) Ready to pearl or play or pearl or what? You can't even hear it. (laughs) But they are shamelessly, shamelessly. Shameless. Amen. Look, if we will learn to imitate and copy, even your food will change. One day my wife cooked, and I know my wife's stew. I said, it looks like today the stew looks, tastes better. I said, tastes better. Then she said to me that, oh, I was talking to Auntie Ellen, and Auntie Ellen told me that, no, when you do the onions, you don't put all in at the same time. You fry some, and then some. Whilst the cook, the, the, the stew is half-cooked. Then you add it so that the spices stay in there. I said, hey. You see, so you can't think that onion is onion. You, you take the blender, you put everything inside, you blend everything. Then just pour it. That's how, guys, we cook. <laughs> we do the mix. Put the oil on fire, then we pour everything inside. That's all. <laughs> but you see that if you don't copy exactly, you won't have a certain taste. Yes. You won't have a certain taste. It will taste differently. Same ingredients. Same ingredients. But how you even put it in the food can change the food. Amen. Amen. Number three. Oh, my time is gone now. Oh. I said to keep up with and understand. So when you're talking and you say, do you follow me? You're trying to ask the person that, are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. And I told you that as Jesus was telling the disciples, follow me, what he was saying was that I need you to understand me and to keep up with me. Because if you don't understand somebody, you can't follow the person. Amen. So, whilst he was telling them, follow me, what he was saying to them was that I need you to understand me. I need you to understand me. And I need you to keep up with me. Amen. Today, I want to give you just maybe two principles that will help you to follow. Or two principles of following. principles of following. Hmm, I have a lot of definitions here. Okay, let me just give you one definition. So number what? Four. Let me give you one definition. Then maybe number four. It says to accept as a guide or leader. To follow. It means to accept as a guide or leader. And it says here, for example, many Germans followed Hitler. Many Germans followed Hitler. What it means is that many Germans accepted Hitler as a guide or a leader. Such a wicked leader. (laughs) You know. But it's interesting. You know, the the, the VW, the Volkswagen, it's actually a car that Hitler made for the people, so Volkswagen is actually, wagon is car, Volks is people. So Volkswagen is people's car or car for the people. So he actually, he actually made the car for them. So he was he was a very charismatic leader. He knew how to get the people on his side. Amen. So the Germans gladly followed Hitler. They took his, Hitler as their guide or their leader. So when Jesus was telling Peter, Follow me. He was telling them that, take me as your guide and your leader. Let God be your guide and your leader. Amen. There's a scripture I like in um, Hebrews 13. I think verse seven. It says, remember them that have the rule over you. Remember them. That have the rule over you. He says, Who have spoken unto you the word of God? Never forget anybody who has spoken unto you the word of God. He says, remember them. Then he says, Whose faith follow, considering considering the outcome of their conduct. No, 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 don't King James. KJV, Kojovi, not NKJV. Yes, it says considering the end of their conversation. That word conversation is actually conduct. It's an old English word that means conduct or behavior. Now look at this scripture very well. It says, remember those that have the rule over you. It says who have spoken unto you the word of God. Then he says, Whose faith? Follow. You know, many people argue about can you follow a man of God? Yes. You can and you must follow a man of God. Now, this is the warning. This is where the warning is. He says, Whose faith? Follow. It didn't end there. He says, considering the end of their conversation or their life, their lifestyle, their conduct, their behavior. So it says, the man of God that you have to follow is the one that when you look at his life, you look at the end of his life, you look at where his life is headed, you can see that, look, this one is correct. Not somebody who is just doing show? No, 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 no. Don't follow blindly. Yeah? Don't follow blindly. Follow a man of God's faith, but follow that man only if, you see, don't let a man be advising you. He say, oh, um, um, what, what are some of the examples? Um, be advising you about marriage giving you advice about marriage, but he has impregnated two girls. Yeah. And he say, oh, as for man, man is human. He says, consider their behavior, their conduct. Consider that one. To allow their faith to affect you. Because you see, I, recently I was just thinking about myself. You see, you may not know, but I have such influence over your life. And you will not know it until something bad happens. Yes. I was just thinking about I said, imagine something very bad has happened to me. I'm in the news for something very bad. It will affect many of you, your faith. You will wonder that. Ah, so all these things Pastor Kwesi was saying, did he believe it himself? You, you can become confused. Yes. You can become very confused. So I realized that it, uh, there's a huge responsibility on me. To practice what I preach, <laughs> to live right, so that you, your faith, that you are following through me, will be a correct faith. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I said, I mean, imagine that something happens, Bishop, that it will affect many lighthouse people. I said, because for me, many of the things I believe, I believe because of this man. Many of the things I know, I know because of this man. Recently, I was talking to somebody. The person was telling me about there are three levels of tight. I said, it's okay. I don't want... I I I said, forget about the three levels. (laughs) One level I know is okay for me. (laughs) Three levels of tight. Look, certain information is not important for you. Can you imagine my son, eight years old, I wake up in the morning, he says, Daddy, I want to to ask you a question. Um, What is the purpose of trigonometry? And Pythagoras theory, eight years. He has not even learned four times table. He's talking about trigonometry and the cosine and the sine theta and the... And that is how some of you behave. That's how some of you behave. Simple doctrines, you are not obeying them. And then you are asking questions about Cain and Abel. They were the only people on earth. So when Cain killed Abel, who did this one marry? And uh, on useless questions. (laughs) Useless questions. (laughs) Yeah. So the Bible says that you can follow a man of God. You can follow a man of God. You can follow his faith. You can follow the things that man believes. You can follow that. and Many of the things I believe, there are things that prophet, 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 prophet has said. And I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. When the prophet told me, he said, in a marriage, the one who forgives the most is the most spiritual person. You cannot, you can decide not to believe it. Me, I believe it. Yes. He said, the one who forgives the most is the spiritual one. <laughs> it's not the one who says that look, no, 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 no. You you may think that you are spiritual, but you are not spiritual. <laughs> The one who says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sleep sleeping dogs lie. You are the spiritual person in any relationship. So mark yourself in your relationship. (laughs) So this statement is my pastor's faith. But I believe it. And I'm following it. (laughs) Because when I look at his marriage, he has a very good marriage. (laughs) When I consider his life, I say, no. He has a very good marriage. This faith is a good principle to follow. That is why you should not let a little man you see the person's face, you can see hunger. Promising you that he will make you rich. Ah! (laughs) I'm a good Samaritan, that's all. When we were young, there was an advert like that. <laughs> why is the Luto doctor not rich? Somebody asked the Luther doctor, why is the Luto doctor not rich? And he said, I'm a good Samaritan, that's all. <laughs> yeah. But even the good Samaritan, yeah, he paid. He paid. You know. Following the faith of your pastor. Number five. Uh, So many points. It says to watch the development of or to keep up with. Example is to follow News to follow the news, and I'll be closing to follow the news to keep up with development, to keep to watch the development of or to keep up with. An example is to follow the news. You know, when I read this this, um, definition, what comes to mind is um, following the voice or following an audio or a video for information or for development. For development. When Jesus told Peter, follow me, One of the things he was telling Peter was that you need to watch me and you need to listen to me. One of the ways you can tell somebody is around is when you hear that person's voice. You know that person is around. You can hear. You say, ah, is that not spamming I mean, not laughing? I can hear his voice. You can tell that the person is around. So when Jesus told Peter, follow me, he said, watch me, also listen to my voice. That's why in John 10, in John 10 I think there's four, he says, when he putteth forth his sheep, he goeth before him, and his sheep follow him. Why? They know his voice. It's easier to follow somebody when you are following the person's voice. When you are going somewhere, you can have a location map. But sometimes you realize that the location map, it has taken you to a dead end. You can see the house, but there's a big gutter. Google didn't know that that gutter was not covered. (laughs) So it brought you to the gutter. You can see the house, but you don't know how to get there. And sometimes that's how it is in our lives. We can see a future, but you don't know how to get there. But if you take your phone and you call that friend, he said, look, I'm standing in front of a blue kiosk. There's a watermelon seller here. There's another guy repairing baskets on my left. He said, oh, really? You know what? Just turn around. Take the first left. Come in front. Take the second right. Keep coming. Take the second left. Keep coming. You see a blue umbrella with Tigo on it. They are selling some sugarcane and under it. Don't mind them. Just... Just greet them, because if you don't greet them, it can be a problem. <laughs> greet them and keep coming. You will see a blue kiosk. There's a shoemaker in the corner. When you come, you see a red gate. There's a bell on it, but it doesn't work. So just, the gate is half open. Just walk through it and come. You will see me. And then before you realize, you are looking at the person I bought eye. When we still follow God... It means follow the voice of God. That is what makes it very dangerous if you can't hear the voice of God. He says, The sheep follows him because they know his voice. In verse 5, he says, A stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him because they know not the voice of strangers. One of the people you must not follow are strangers. Anytime I have a member, a church member, who brings a stranger and tells me, Pastor K, I have fallen in love with this stranger, I become very worried. Become very worried. Yeah. Because the Bible says that don't follow strangers. Don't follow strangers. Don't follow a man of God you just saw on TV with a phone number at the base. <laughs> he says, All your troubles will be over. And you are sitting down, you are typing on your phone. Oh, my friend. Oh, friend. <laughs> Stranger's voice. He says, He will not follow. All of us must be interested in the voice of God. All of us, we must be interested in the voice of God. You know, one thing the voice of God does is that when God, when, when God speaks to you about something, no human being can derail you from that course. You see that you have confidence. You may be walking that path, things don't look well, but you, you have a feeling that the end will be good. But when God hasn't spoken it's like you are trying you are checking to see whether the thing will work. Something happens and you say ah I mean I knew it. All this while I knew that God was not in this thing. I was just trying to the voice of God very important. Now you see when we say the voice of God some of you are thinking too far. <laughs> my son, my son, my son. Come <laughs> <Krabina>, my son. <laughs> Come, Teta to me, lest I be angry at thy disposition. You think that's how God speaks? One day we came, we came to watch a drama, and as the drama was going on, it got to a scene where God was going to talk, and I was standing. You know that's how we do it in our Ghanaian movies. So we were also copying the same thing, and then God started speaking. Lucy, Lucy, my daughter, Lucy. Then my son tapped me. (laughs) He said, Daddy, is that how God speaks? (laughs) So, it's like our movies even have created a way God speaks. So, if God doesn't speak like that, it doesn't look like it's God who is speaking. (laughs) It doesn't look like it's God that is speaking. Amen. Amen. But God speaks in many ways. God God speaks through your pastors. God speaks through your shepherds. God sometimes even speaks through your parents. Amen. God uses people, human beings, to speak to you. And we must learn to recognize the voice of God. That's why in this church we advise people to listen to podcasts. Podcasts. Is it because when, when, you have, when you are listening to podcasts or you are listening to a preaching message, you know, one day I traveled with a prophet. So in the morning, I was going to see him. When I went there, I heard audio message playing. I said, hey, the man of God is listening to a man of God. <laughs> I mean, and consistently throughout the trip, every morning, I'll hear preaching from his, his room. I say, wow, preaching, play, preaching, play, all the time. Because you see, when you are listening to an audio message, it's like recently I was listening to on, um, Reverend Otabel on marriage. It was as if Otabel was sitting with me in my office and advising me about marriage. That is what it actually is. Then if I don't hear, I say, Otabel, stop, then I rewind. I say, say it again. <laughs> I press play, then he starts talking. That is how powerful it is so you may be sitting here you don't even have uh, money simple you can you can buy a plane ticket for somebody for for somebody who is in America just by pressing play pressing play you have invited somebody paid plane ticket the person has flown is in your bedroom with you advising you one-on-one that is what it is like when you are... One day I told somebody, I said, Bishop came to visit me in my house. Say said, hey. I said, yeah. He said, yeah. I said, truly, 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 I was with him in my house. He said, hey. I said, how long did you stay? He was there for about two hours. He said, hey. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours. I said, even at the point, he told me that I wanted to visit, go to check my bedroom out. He said, wow. I said, yeah. I said, and I went with him to my bedroom. He said, said, I told him that he was even tired. He didn't even want to go home. So I told him he can stay for the following night. He said, really? I said, yes. (laughs) He said, what were you doing? I said, we're just talking, 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 talking. talking." I said, by the way, it was audio. audio." (laughs) But you see, that is actually what it is. That is what it is. He's in my bedroom. I said, Bishop, I need you to talk to me about... Spiritual, how to be spiritually strong, and I press plea. Then Bishop starts talking. Talks, uh, I say, Bishop, it's okay. Now I need Prophet to also talk to me. And I say, Prophet, please talk to me. Then Prophet starts talking. The voice. The voice. And as you follow that voice, you see that your life will just be changed. Don't fill your ears with. <laughs> what to mana? Scopa to mana. I have homework to do when I go home. <laughs> Don't fill your ears with these things. Get value. You see, and now in the era that we are in, the internet. Oh. Instead of watching what you are watching, learn powerful things. I think that the internet is more good than bad. Depends on how you use it. Depends on how you use it. You can learn how to play the keyboard without, with a with professional tutor. Professional tutor that is, is, has a PhD something, something in music, but you are sitting here in Ghana now. Through the internet. Why would you not follow such a voice? Why would you not follow such direction? They are, they are following somebody who is teaching you skills that are not important. In <laughs> this <is> your life. <laughs> skills, skills. That you don't have any legal right to practice on. <laughs> skills. Following means following the voice. You know, when somebody dies, when somebody dies, one of the things you realize is that you don't hear the person again. That is one of the most tragic things about death. You don't hear the person again. Because sometimes rich people can even save money that can even take off you. So the person can actually be giving you money even though the person is dead. You can be benefiting from inheritance from wealthy people. But one thing that happens when somebody dies is that you don't hear the person again. Recently I saw a poster, Mike Meddock. He said the most tragic day in a man's life is the day his mentor ceases to advise him. Is the most tragic day in your life. The day your mentor ceases to advise you or loses interest in advising you. Your life is... Because sometimes it's it's as bad as the person is dead and gone. Because the person will see you going the wrong way doesn't say anything. Won't say anything. You see, when you are somebody that people advise, you must, you must be happy about it. Sometimes when some people are quiet in my life, I become worried. I say, look, you need to start telling me certain things. Why? Well, you have become too quiet. Some of you, when your pastor is rather interested in telling you things in your life, then you start running away. You keep pushing back, running away. <laughs> following means following the voice. The voice of God. Following the voice of God. Look, instruction is good. Instruction is good. Hey, there are many things that look difficult because you have not you have not been given a certain instruction or key. Just the night I was worried about something, very worried. And I sent Prophet a message. They sent me two lines. Oh, I started laughing after I got the text message. Two lines solved all the problems. Two lines. I said, wow, the voice, the voice. Value the voice of God in your life. Whichever way and whichever form it comes through, the voice of God in your life. Value it, value it. (laughs) That is what it means to follow. Put your hands together for Jesus. Stand to your feet. And let's bring our service to a close. Pray to God, tell him you want to be a good follower, you want to follow his voice. (laughs) i <laughs> bowed, every eye closed. You are here this afternoon. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You are following other things, but you know you are not following God. But today, you want to make a decision to follow Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You want to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Stand wherever you are. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hand. Lift it up high if you mean business with Jesus. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, I want to follow Jesus. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me. Come. 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 All the way to me. Your hand was up. Come. Don't stand at your seat. Say, I won't come.
3: I them to come. Jesus Let him have His way. Let him have
2: His come. Come, come on
3: to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give on to
2: to come and say this prayer it doesn't look impressive but I remember when I was going to get married that morning I woke up I ate breakfast and I dressed for the wedding I drove to my wedding grounds myself when I arrived I was ushered in all that happened that day was an exchange of words Bishop Abin said, say after me, I do solemnly declare. Then I said, I do solemnly declare. Why I, why I, see Abedou, know not of, know not of any lawful impediment, any lawful impediment, why I, why I, see Abedou, cannot be joined together to, cannot be joined together to Priscilla Sykes. In this holy estate of matrimony, in this holy estate of matrimony, it was just an exchange of words. When I finished saying those words, Bishop Eben said, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Then I asked myself, I said, "Ah, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. But from that day till now, I've been recognized as a married man all my life. So you see, these people, as they are standing here, I'm going to say, say after me, today, I give my life to Christ. (laughs) In the realm of the spirit, what has happened? is not a small thing. That is what the Bible says in Romans 10, verse 9. It says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God raised him from the dead. He says, "You so are saved." Him. So you can't be saved by standing at your seat and say, "I'll, I'll, I'll just—I'm shy. I don't want to see anything. I just—I don't want people to know that I'm not born again. I don't want—I'm just whispering." Hey, I'll say it in my heart. Go and marry your heart and see whether you become a married man. You have to stand in front of the whole church and tell them. Amen. Look, never miss an opportunity to give your heart to Jesus. Hmm. it's not every service that even the altar call is made. So the day you are in a service, an opportunity is given. Your heart moves. You want to go. Something says don't go. Hey, that thing that is talking—it can only be the devil. I want to give one last opportunity. Maybe you are here. You know you are supposed to be here, but you are not here. I want you to come. Put everything aside. What the person standing by you will think. What do yourself you think? And come to the front. And I'll pray with you. I want to give your heart to Jesus. You don't want to go to hell when you die. You want to make a U turn and come to Jesus is the most important part of the service for you. It may be your last chance. (laughs) It may be the last call being made for you. God wants to save you. God wants to turn your life around. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let anything stop you. Your heart is beating, pounding, it's like a hand is pushing you to the front you are struggling with that hand please come and I'll pray with you it's not too late now but it can be too late someday come on to Jesus come is waiting for you.
3: Come on to Jesus. Come to Jesus. He's waiting for you. Give him your today. Come on to Jesus.
2: up your hand and let's pray. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I come to you just as I am. I recognize that I'm a sinner and that I don't know you. But today, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. I believe that you came to die for me and on the third day you rose again. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins. Today, I am born again, and I will serve you and follow you all the days of my life as you help me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, I pray for all these ones by the laying on of my hands. I pray that they will stay faithful in your house. Give them a desire to serve you and you only. Let them remain in the house of God all the days of their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. My sister waving her hand over here is going to speak with you for a few minutes. And- you
1: have no Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral Sakumono upseats the Regional Maritime University off the Temer Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 546 or 0548-961-323 for other messages. Follow us on social media Jesus.comkadosh on Facebook and Jesus underscore com underscore kadosh on Instagram. Be a doer of the web and not a hearer only. See you this Sunday at 1 p.m. Stay connected.